Hey, this is Tim Y., the History Guy, bringing you another episode of Winchester 101. This time we focus on the Hanley Library, and when I say the Hanley Library, I mean the historic structure at the northwest corner of West Piccadilly Street and North Braddock Street in Old Town, which was the very first public library in the city and is now the flagship library of the Hanley Regional Library System with multiple branches. The library celebrated its centennial beginning in 2008 with a reenactment of the Cornerstone Lane in 1908. As part of the centennial commemoration, a definitive history of the library was written by library executive assistant Pat Ritchie and edited by then-library director Patricia Ridgway. This book serves as the primary source for this Winchester 101 segment. Most folks in Winchester are familiar with the name Hanley, but any history of the Hanley Library has to begin with some discussion about the generous bequest of Judge John Hanley from Scranton, Pennsylvania. The judge never lived or worked in Winchester. He was friends with James Jifkins, who had moved from Pennsylvania to Winchester sometime before the Civil War. Hanley had a vision for improving Winchester following the Civil War and created a real estate development company that had mixed success. Among the major failures was the massive Winchester Inn along South Stork Street, which didn't open until nine years after it was completed and then was demolished 19 years later. Hanley died in 1895. In addition to funds to construct two public schools in Winchester, in his will, Hanley left $250,000 specifically to be placed in a fund that would grow to half a million dollars to cover the expenses of constructing, furnishing, and operating the most beautiful public library in the South. This was particularly ambitious given the numerous Carnegie libraries that were being funded through the U.S. by Andrew Carnegie were also being built at that time. Funds from the Hanley Estate did come to Winchester despite many legal challenges, as well as a payout schedule that extended over many more years than originally anticipated. Winchester citizens, city council, and the Hanley Board of Trustees, who were appointed to manage the trust, grew impatient, waiting for the funds to reach the $500,000 value. So work began on the library long before full funding was in place. As early as 1902, the board had started acquiring property at the corner of West Piccadilly and North Braddock Street. In 1903, the board solicited architectural services, eventually selecting J. Stuart Barney of New York City over Frank Jackson of Washington. Barney had designed the gatehouse here at Mount Hebron Cemetery, while Jackson had designed Rouse City Hall, so both men's work was known to the folks in Winchester. Barney claimed that he would create a design that would be a memorial to John Hanley's generosity. Soon after excavation commenced for the foundation and basement level, it became clear that more land would be needed, so the building would not be right up close to the street corner. More properties north of the corner were acquired in 1906 and 1918. Mankin Construction Company of Richmond was the builder of the library. They completed the work in 1910, but went bankrupt and out of business soon thereafter. The library sat empty for quite a few years, since the funds had been depleted to the point where there was not enough money to buy furniture, shelving, and most importantly, books. 
the local newspaper ran a number of stories about the beautiful but empty library structure. The Evening Star, later the Winchester Star, included Ma Winchester cartoons poking fun at the empty building. On a 5-4 to four vote by the Hanley Board of Trustees, C. Vernon Eddy was finally hired as the first librarian in 1912, but did not start getting paid until 1913. The one criteria for the first librarian was that it had to be a man. The first full-time female library director was Marianne Roos in 1988. Mr. Eddy did seek training on library management from a major library in Philadelphia. He made a quick decision to change the book collection from what was called a closed stack system, where employees retrieved books from behind the front counter, to an open stack layout where patrons could select their own books. At first, the Board of Trustees had to read and review every single book that Mr. Eddy wanted to purchase. Eddy would serve as the head librarian until 1959, an amazing total of 46 years. The grand opening occurred on August 21st of 1913 at 8 p.m. on a weeknight. For the first several years, there were lectures held in the basement lecture hall, now known as the Robinson Auditorium, in honor of the generous contribution from Dorothy Robinson's estate. Local schools also used the lecture hall for instruction. The library originally was not very kid-friendly. Most books were geared toward adults, and only two books could be checked out on any visit, and at least one of those had to be from the nonfiction section. Hanley Library was not open to black members of the community for about half of the first hundred years of operation. H.M. Brooks, a prominent black man and World War II veteran, had tried to secure books associated with his research toward his master's degree at UVA. He was prevented from checking out books in 1953 by Mr. Eddy. Blacks were only allowed at that point to check out books for white people who they worked for. Then-chairman of the Hanley Board of Trustees, Charles Harper, encouraged Mr. Brooks to approach city council to change the segregationalist rules of access, which left black persons with inferior library facilities at the Douglas School. During city council debate, Mr. Harper said that he would resign his post as chairman of the Board of Trustees if council did not provide unrestricted access to the black community. After considering unacceptable options for limited access, council finally did approve unlimited access in December of 1953. The Hanley Library has undergone numerous renovations, including a major restoration effort between 1999 and 2001. That required closing the library and relying upon temporary satellite libraries on both the pedestrian mall downtown and at Apple Blossom Mall. A major three-story expansion of the library occurred in 1979, which is when a spacious archives department was established in the basement and a large children's room on the upstairs level. For more detailed information about the exciting history of the Hanley Library, one should, of course, go to the library and read the definitive history titled Hanley Regional Library, The First 100 Years, published in 2012. Well, that's it for me, Tim Y. the History Guy. Until the next episode of Winchester 101.